Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 86 of Life in the One Five Podcast. It's me, it's Jake. Jake, how the heck are you? Cold, I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back. Jake, we have one heck of a show. We have... What a week. We have no guests. Who needs them? Who needs them with this kind of week, Jake? We have uh, listener questions. We have Game of Thrones. But let's start it off with the thing that changed my life. Changed... My life. <laughs> Tiger Woods is the 2019 Masters champion. Oh, what the fuck! Dude? I have, I am, I am rock hard. Just saying that that is incredible. Oh my god, Jake, do you remember last week me saying this is as big as the Cubs winning the World Series for me? Yes, I do, and I stand by that. This was incredible. It oh. I don't know what to say. I still, it's been a few days. A lot of tears have been shed. Yeah, how many tears, roughly? How many oh. sessions? How many sessions? Yeah. I cried when it happened. Yeah, so I, you were at work, correct? I was working, and uh, I, was, I was serving tables, and my one of my tables was watching it on their phone, and I was like, hey, guys, score update, score update, score update. And like the whole time, these guys were awesome. The whole time, they're like, Oh, he's down one. He's down two. He's down one. And I was like, "Come on, guys, stay strong!" And we're all like, we were all passionate about it. It wasn't like they were just like entertaining me. They were so yeah. into it. And yes. then everyone was. And then, oh, he takes the lead on fifteen to go into sixteen, and they tell me that from across the restaurant. And I, I work at like a French fine dining restaurant, folks. It's not like <laughs> it's not a sports bar. <laughs> they're watching. They're watching it on their phone. Uh, he takes the lead at 15. They yell to me, hey, man, Tiger's in the lead with three to go. And I oh, I was sprinting. I was like, I was like every single table, are you guys good? Are you guys good? Are you guys good? Okay, I'm, I'll be back in three minutes. Give me three minutes. Um, so I, I went over there, and I stood next to this guy. And on 16, when Tiger hit the shot of the century, Yes. Oh my God, that shot! <laughs> Can you imagine if that went in? Oh my God. Okay. So anyway, there was a there's a half second that I was like, did he just hit a hole in one? I think I think the whole world thought he he hit a hole in one. Yeah, like that ball was rolling for a mile, and you. It just reminds me of one of those old school tiger shots that just like roll for about about a hundred yards across the green and oh, just drop. You know that. Everything about him on Sunday was old school Tiger. Like the shots he was hitting, he was like he was just like laying low. He wasn't making big mistakes, but he was hitting he was hitting shots that was like I'm gonna stick this to four feet and I'm gonna make it. And like it's not it's not like a it's not like a horseshoe. There's no doubt it's the center of the cup. Tiger's making this putt. Move on to the next hole. He was, and then like you could just tell Molinari, Finau, everybody was just like Tiger's here, and and they were nervous. They were thinking about it. 
it locked up right, pretty much that shot. I was watching like you know because I, I just turned it on when I think Tiger was on like thirteen. I just started. I just was like, okay, this is. I'm just gonna finish this from here on out. And uh, you could tell they got shook. Molinari hit it into the water. Um, all the other guys, like uh, what, what? Who was that? Who else was in the lead? What was the Brooks Kepka, Ricky Fowler, yeah, Bubba Watson. These guys Kepka. are huge names. Yeah, no, and I I know Kepka, and he uh he had to pause one of his shots like right before because a, a tiger eruption happened. Yes, because he made a putt. And then he shanked that next shot. And then uh, he really choked it on 18, too, because uh, he pretty much just handed Tiger. Tiger took like a five, you know, a three putt. Oh, or whatever. God, yeah. <laughs> he really made me nervous there. I was there, like, oh, it's, it's just. <laughs> it, like, you can't explain. There's nothing else, like, in other sports that I can, like, compare it to. Because, one, Tiger was dead. He was dead. Like, people yeah. are like. Wow, this it looks like this. Okay, shout out to Austin Hartsfield. This is a like word for word ish what he said on online. <laughs> Fuck you, Austin. Whoa, looks like a jacket really helps people forget why he had to come back in the first place. And then like a shrug emoji. Fuck you, dude. All right, he had four back surgeries and a spinal fusion surgery. Yeah, he had an affair. I'm not saying he's a fucking saint. Fuck you, yeah. dude. And people beat their wives and you still root for them. Like, this is a good... He's a fine person. He's, he's not a bad person. Yeah, he's... Fuck, fuck he's these guys. Like that. Leave he, him alone. He cheated on his wife. I'm not saying it's good. He banged, like, 50 women. He pees on Perkins waitresses. I don't know if he peed on them, but, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, Peyton Manning, like, put his penis on a trainer, so... Yes. Ray Lewis killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> killed a guy. And Tiger Woods had to get his spine fused and like the from what i've seen it's just like a medical way of a um a blowtorch like what are those people called what's the a welder welder i was gonna say what's what's debbie from shameless doing okay (laughs) also fuck debbie side note really manly way to get a welder get to welding (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) fuck you anyway he like he had to basically weld his spine together and they're like, hey, there's a chance you might not even walk right ever again. Maybe never golf again. You're definitely not winning a tournament again. And you're never going to even contend at a major again. He wins oh, the fucking doctors, Masters. I just want to say. Yeah. Official statement from Jake. Those doctors are dicks. Those doctors are really mean. Like, can't you just give them a little hope? Oh, God. They look like assholes. Two, he is playing against these young guys that he is the single reason why they're playing you think mm-hmm. brooks kepka's gonna golf when he's 15 to 20 years old if tiger woods never existed maybe brooks yeah. kepka is a physical you know. specimen that like, dude you can't say that about any other like athlete though you know what i mean like any other athlete like yeah if michael jordan wasn't around lebron james still would have played basketball but uh but yeah like dustin johnson brooks kepka these massive dudes are playing golf because tiger woods was the shit when they're like 10 years old Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then imagine michael jordan obviously this is different imagine if michael jordan came back and beat lebron he beat the guy that that he is the inspiration for that would be crazy oh my god it dude i don't know it this whole (laughs) thing is incredible so basically back to me and my great table shout out to those guys on 18 
I'm still serving tables. I'm like, hey guys, I really I want you guys to leave so bad. <laughs> um, my one table who's watching it calls me over. Is like, Colton, he's walking up on 18 right now. He's up two with a with a uh, a par putt. Or no, he's up two with a birdie putt. He can, whatever. Basically, yeah. they were like, hey, dude, he can two-putt from like 10 feet to win. Yeah, two-putt. And then the guy who's been watching it gets out of his – because he sees I was getting emotional the whole time. I was tearing up. I was literally tearing up like I was uh-huh. watching Christopher Robin. We'll get to that later. And he's like, hey, dude, have your moment. And I was like, who are you? Like, why are you treating <laughs> like I'm winning the Masters? <laughs> And I literally sat at my table in this French fine dining restaurant and I watched Tiger. He almost made a 10 footer. And if, if he makes that 10 footer, the course explodes. It's the loudest yeah. roar. And his oh fist God. pump would have taken him to the moon and it would have broken his back. That yeah. fist pump was, he was so close to he making that. Lo- he loaded it up. He Dude. loaded it. He was like, oh, the flex he had, right? Oh, it would have been, it would have been a top five moment. It's still top five moment in sports last 30 years. Make that uh, another putt, though. You know, like, first of all, what if that one rimmed out? Like, well, yeah. So the, the, fir- the first angle that, that you see, um, it looks like it's just like a tap in. And then it changes angles. Yeah. You're like, fuck, that's like a three footer. People miss that all the time. Yeah, I would miss that. I, I was like, I would miss this like eight times out of 10. You know, like, like <laughs> oh my God, it's so hard. So he, he makes it. I sit back. And I start crying at my table like an idiot. Uh, so I got up and then I like composed myself and I literally I was just staring off straight ahead of me into the distance. And then I was talking to a girl and I was like, Abby, Tiger Woods is a master's champion. And someone jokingly is like, Abby, look, Colton's going to cry now. And then I turn and I'm just bawling. <laughs> I went and sat on the toilet. Didn't even pull my pants down. I just sat on a toilet and just started crying like he was my son. He's so proud of it. I was so happy. That was the happiest I've been since the Cubs won the World Series. That was incredible. <laughs> that was, I mean, it was awesome for everybody. That was electric uh, electric golf. It's you, back. You want to hear what's sad is I cried before. I, was, I cried before I even saw the clip of him, like, hugging his kids. I, I watched that after I got off work. I cried way more. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. No, yeah, the whole reaction, him his fist pump him grabbing his kids was awesome it was electric very emotional lots oh of chips oh, i honestly have so many goosebumps right now just talking about it oh this <laughs> so is what's so next cool. where do we go from here you he, he does anything matter anymore or does catching phil matter or jack. does it not nah, jack sorry you have to catch jack yeah i have to now that's i think so i think so i don't know i mean for what <laughs> prove the haters way way wrong oh yeah because like even if he retired before winning this one i would say he's the best golfer ever but everyone's like and eh, what yeah. about jack you know what i mean yeah but everyone i think most smart people would say yeah he's the best ever that's like saying bill russell's the greatest nba player of all time like you're just like okay but tiger god dude it's so it's so cool um he's, he's three away from jack I basically, I guess to answer your question, the next thing is the U.S. Open. You know, just 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 one game at a time, one major at a time, Jake. That's all I'm here for. One major. Does he like only play majors now? Oh no, he's he actually plays a lot now. Um, he's got he's got like 
he's still not technically even that high in the ratings. I mean, I'm sure this like bumped him up to the top ten. I want him number one again. I want Tiger. I want everything. It's not Just, like yeah, oh, I want to be him consistently number one. That's what I want. If you give me, ah, oh, dude, if he comes back, he wins a major. Like if he wins two majors this year, wins a few tournaments, he's number one. Uh-huh. And then he's he's just number one for like five years. That's awesome. That's he yeah. was he was number one for I think fourteen straight years consecutive weeks. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, so basically, moral of the story is fuck Austin Hartsfield, um, and and his one status on Facebook that he did. So. <laughs> yeah. So fuck you, Austin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Jake. What are your thoughts on Tiger? <laughs> I was giving my thoughts in there. I watched it. It was awesome. It was a great watch. A great Sunday. You know, gave me chills at the end when he won. So I, I was very happy. And uh, yeah, I just want Tiger to go back to being like a god among men, among Dude, like boys. He really so. is. Like when he walked into the clubhouse to sign his scorecard, everybody that was waiting for him are the people that he just beat, like just barely beat. So these guys were yeah. like. And it was all these people who've never won a like a Masters. So everyone's like, normally when you just lose out on a Masters, you're devastated. These guys were cheering for Tiger Woods. Think about that. Yeah, nobody see nobody gave a shit about like Molinari making his putt to make like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, like ten foot putt he sank, and nobody was like, right, okay, let's move a little along. Yeah, like Brooks Kepka and and Ricky Fowler both made a run at their first Masters championship, and then yeah. they were cheering visually. Out like with their whole body in public for Tiger Woods yeah. to to beat him. That's when you know that you're a god. Yeah, yeah. Kepka really did blow it on uh, 18, though. He missed an easy putt, and that would have made Tiger have to have. Well, he probably would have played the hole different. Yeah, because he played it. He played it so safe. Oh yeah, he it knows what he's doing. Me. It scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh my god, dude. You know, now you're gonna have to have to make a putt. From three feet, it scared me. But uh, yeah, great, great masters. It was, it was a what, what a day, what a day for me. Any like, uh, well, what was the quote from Imagine Dragons quotes? Oh, just, welcome to the new age. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Patrick Reed fucking used Imagine Dragons as his public <laughs> theme song. So funny to me. He's such a weenie. <laughs> what a weenie, dude. But uh, this was way better than that tournament. Yeah, fuck Patrick Reed. Oh, my God. Like, my background is Tiger yelling. Nice, yeah. And, and every time I've, I, I look at my phone, it I I just I just have the biggest grin in the world. <laughs> what it's a, so what cool. It? It's so cool. Um, yeah. You want to move on to the Bucks? Go Bucks, go. Go Bucks, go. They absolutely obliterated the Pistons. In the first game, no Blake Griffin. He's probably out for the whole series. I'm hearing now, mm-hmm. so this is really just a cakewalk. I'm really keeping my eye on Boston, Indiana, because uh, you know we play the winner of that, and you, I just want Indiana to extend the series a little bit so Brogdon gets some time to heal. So if they can get it to six or seven, that would be awesome. It would be nice. Um, yeah, dude. They fucking smoked him. What is this? A, it looks so good. A 35 too. point win. That's awesome. Yeah. It was, it was, it wasn't even that close. There was you, like a sequence at the end that made it an under a 40 point win. It was a 50 point. It, it was a blowout, obliteration. Yeah. With uh, three minutes and 20 seconds left in the third quarter, they were up 
41. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Holy shit. Um, quick quiz. Do you know who the leading scorer was for the Pistons? Oh, uh, I couldn't tell you because Drummond got kicked out with a little time left. Who was it? Luke Kennard. Oh, no, I didn't know. Yeah, he drained, He was draining threes. Luke Kennard, a little Duke Duke man. You can tell he's a Duke guy, and uh, he's, he might be their best player if Blake Griffin isn't playing, legitimately. Like, Andre Drummond looked useless out there because he's so slow, and he's like, he can't keep up with anyone. The first possession, they had Thong guarding Giannis. And I was like, that's the worst idea I've that's ever awesome. seen in my life. Don <laughs> got two fouls in the first two possessions. And then there were he got a foul, he got taken out, put back in, immediately starts hacking Giannis again. Because he, he can't control his arms. Giannis starts like a smooth Euro step, and Thon just starts flailing his arms all over the place. And just he punches Giannis in the face like accidentally twice. It's like, Jesus Christ, Thon, you're you're really blowing it out there. And then he goes like 0 for 8 from 3. So the Thon revenge game did not go as planned. Yeah, Thon's like the uh, inflatable guy you see outside of like car dealerships. Yeah, that's his defense. You know, you got to be straight up and down. And he is the opposite of straight up and down. Bucks are 15-point favorites in game two. Um, they beat that, right? <clears throat> Probably, but I mean, you know... Ah. With, and looking with, at the other series. Yeah. Who the hell knows, man? <laughs> Who knows? Basketball's pretty crazy. Sports are crazy, dude. Sports are crazy. Man, think about, uh, like, what if sports were, like, different, you know? That's a good question. That's a really good question. <laughs> Thanks, man. I was just kidding. That was a terrible question. I have no idea how to answer that. Thanks for the honesty, man. Welcome. <laughs> All right, yeah, Bucks. Bucks are good. Um, the game was such a blowout. There's not really that much, that many uh, things to talk about, you know. Yeah, you know what pisses me off though. Let's the hear NBA... it. Jake, 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 Jake. Let's hear it. Okay, the NBA playoffs are so slow. Like we have to wait. We don't play on Monday or Tuesday. Play on Wednesday, and then once we win that game, we gotta wait till fucking Saturday to watch the Bucks again. That's ridiculous. Like, Fuck you, I mean, David Stern. Sense. One day off, you know, it's not even, they don't even have much travel. <laughs> Adam Silver is the commissioner. I said David Stern. Yeah, I know. I thought that was like a joke. That was, a, that was a great, that was a joke. That was a joke. It was a joke. It's a joke, man. It's a fucking joke. It's a joke. Take a joke. Oh, yeah. Well, Bucks rule. That's, that's really all I got. Hot take, right? Very hot. All right. Cubs and Sox have been playing baseball. What are your thoughts playing, on it? Both teams been playing pretty well of late. Yes, yes, and it rules. Um, Jake, you are currently wearing a bitchin' uh, White Sox hoodie that you got at a giveaway. Thoughts? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, the one thing I know about White Sox fans, and if you're ever gonna go to a White Sox game, it's probably for a giveaway, and you should know our fans fucking love giveaways. They show out in droves dude they they carpool like the line we got there two hours before game time or no like more than that we got there at like 11 a.m for like a 115 start so two hours 15 minutes early not even close to early enough people were there were hundreds of people lined up at every single gate so i ended up sneaking in a back way and uh i got my hoodie and it was an absolutely packed house. So fuck the up, man, am I right? Fuck the man. Got some great food. 
I love uh, I love guaranteed rain. It's just you know, there's so much food, so much stuff to do. We just walked around for two hours, and you know, we still had stuff to do. And then I went up to my seats in the very, very, very top corner, and I enjoyed myself up there. I haven't been to that field in uh, a very long time. It's a lot different now. There's a giant goose head in right field. I, I honestly, like, I heard about that. I was like, oh, there's a goose island thing. Didn't know there was a big-ass goose head out there. It's huge. It is huge. It's massive. It's like people were taking pictures next to it because it's so big. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, if anyone ever hits it off the goose, that'll be an absolute moonshot, and it'll also be very cool. Um, hey, Jake, do you want to go to a game this summer? Yeah, absolutely. All right. <laughs> For sure. That sounded like a nice uh, um, ad read, but just a question. Friend to friend. Right. Yeah. I wish we had an ad there. Nope. You know, if anyone wants to sponsor us. Hey, if if you were sponsored, this is a mock mock, uh, ad read. Hey, Jake, want to go to a ball game this summer? Absolutely, Colton. Whoa. If only buying tickets wasn't so complicated and confusing. It's not, Colton. We could just use Seat Finder. <laughs> we could use Ticket Seat Master. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. See, yeah. See you guys? That's that's so good. That was, hey, Jake, that was really good. I, I, was- I, I kind of got lost in it, and I forgot that we were doing a fake ad, and I thought we were going to go to a game together. <laughs> well, we, we are. That happened right before there. That's true. Uh, shit, you're right. <laughs> Fuck. All right, well. Uh, yeah, Jake, what? You should. Well, why are the Cubs playing better? It feels like they're. Are they just playing bad teams, or are they? Cubs actually, are playing. Cubs are playing better because their bullpen doesn't suck big wee wee anymore. Like, <laughs> like sucking wee wee is not just be like, oh man, they have a pretty bad ERA. They were so fucking bad, dude. They stunk. Um, yeah. So they lost in our first like seven games. They lost us five of the games. If you lose two less. The whole season is different. We're nine and seven instead of seven and nine. Yeah, um, and then people are literally okay. Like everyone's just yeah, fucking nobody really cares. You're right there with the Cardinals. Exactly. So we're playing better. Jose Quintana is winning this trade all of a sudden. Well, I mean, well, Eloy's only hit two home runs. How about and that? Cease, has, Cease hasn't given up a run yet this year. Fuck. Oh, but, well, but he's had two. Quintana has had two great starts in a row. Yeah, he's he's dealing. Um, Cole Hamill's looking good. Hugh Darvish should have finally had his his uh, first quality start maybe ever in a Cubs uniform. But well, I saw that was the first time he's pitched over five innings twice in a row for the Cubs. Period. Oh, God. <laughs> P U. Well, so, he's he's back, baby. He looked good against back. he looked good against the powerhouse Miami Marlins. Um, Quintana shut down the Miami Marlins. You know what? Yeah, just fucking everybody relax. Okay? Relax. Okay? Relax. Okay? <laughs> relax. All right. Here we go. Um, uh, are you worried at all about Chris Bryant or Anthony Rizzo? I noticed they're not hitting well at all. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be freaking fine. They started super hot in that first series, and everyone's like, here we go. They're back. And then they struggle for like a week and a half, and everyone's like, oh, they're bums. Guys, <laughs> it's not – it's fucking – April 16th, the day of this recording. April yeah. 16th. Relax, okay? Relax. You, that's a great... We should put that on a t-shirt. We should. 
And then R E L A X, you know? We should do R E L A C K S and then put the C as the cub sign and then and then just get sued for copyright infringement. Yeah, by Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> um I was gonna talk the White Sox, Yoan Mankata has been absolutely electric, hit two home runs tonight. He's been awesome all season. He's looking like not a bust anymore, which turns around really the whole White Sox like idea as a team. Like if he's legitimately as good as he looks right now, I mean, he's looking like Jose Ramirez, the switch hitting third baseman, like that good is what he's looking like. And I think that's a good comp because Jose Ramirez had a really bad first full season in the majors. He was terrible. He came out of nowhere. He came out of nowhere. Yeah. People were like, whoa. So uh, that, was a, that was a really good impression of people. That's what people said. I heard him. Whoa. Oh. No. Uh, Eloy, on? yes, this was, week. Was <laughs> Eloy hit his first two homers versus the Yankees. It was beautiful. Uh, same game. He's looking a lot. He's adjusting. If you look at his pitch track, every single at bat, it is all low outside breaking balls over and over. He's starting to lay off it. He's getting more walks. And, uh, People left balls up, and he punished them. He just hit, you know, cranked them out of Yankee Stadium. So he's looking great. Uh, Tim Anderson's pretty sure he's still leading the majors. He went 0 for 4 tonight. I think he's still leading the majors in batting average. He, you, 0 for 4? Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> he's Yuck. been uh, – this is a fun White Sox team. Like, this is one I could – you know, I'm thinking the Bucks are in a little trouble right now for winning more games than <laughs> yeah. the White Sox. I really do. That's I think true. That- I think that sixty, you know, that you know, seventy wins is possible. Could get, you know, that's such a good bet. That's a, that's a fun one. I'm gonna be keeping track of that all year for sure. Ah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's basically all I got for the uh, for the Cubs. We'll we'll touch on the Brewers and in, in listener questions. So, so yeah. Yep, yep, oh, yep. you know what I just saw is there's a female leprechaun for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Oh, is that a first? That's a first. It's- I'm assuming because it is a really old school school. It is. Um, interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, yeah, cool. Good for them. I, I know, one thing I have noticed about Notre Dame lately is they keep having the worst uniforms ever. Like uh, I saw some of their baseball uniforms. That was a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago, and they were just hideous. Notre Dame just loves to, like when they had their Yankees football uniforms. I did not hate those like the rest of the world. I really hated them. I thought it was just the worst. And mostly because I, you know, obviously hate the Yankees, and I am not a fan of Notre Dame. So that's true. So that's two. Mix, mix the Yankees with anything, and it makes it worse. Mix it with someone I already don't like. Not great. Not great. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. But that's all we got for State of the Union, Jake. Are you ready to move on to listener questions? I am ready. All right. First question is from at. Hank the dog is dead. Twenty-two, twenty-two. Hey guys, big fan of you guys and the Brewers. Colton, are you nervous about the Brewers this year? And do you think Christian Yelich can keep this up? Well, great question. Um, first off, fuck Christian Yelich. <laughs> fuck you, dude. I hope I know you're a listener. If the Cardinals keep pitching to this guy, yeah, I have a stat here. Not. Uh, nine home runs, eight against the Cardinals in six games. Seven straight games he's homered against the Cardinals going back to last year. Oh, my God. Don't throw him pitches. 
<laughs> they seriously need to stop. He is just lighting them up right now. They like if it, if it's like a wild card tiebreaker or something, they should lose the tiebreaker because they're so stupid for keeping the pitch. This guy. <laughs> seriously, he needs to get the Joe Madden Bryce Harper treatment. Oh, he, they, yes, they should. We won those games. Yeah, but Bryce Harper like never hits this well. No, you know. Oh my God, it's I can't believe they're still pitching to him. That is so <laughs> dumb. Am I worried about him? Yes. If they get Craig Kimbrell, am I more worried? Yes. <laughs> what do you want from me, listener? So I fucking got Hank the dog is dead. Twenty two. Hank. Oh. By the way, Hank the dog is dead. Brewers fans, he's dead. <laughs> yes. Do you know who uh, Hank the dog is, Jake? <laughs> no. Hank the Dog is their unofficial mascot that they got, ironically, the same summer that Ryan Braun got caught with PEDs. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a cover-up. It wasn't to, to uh, distract the world. They got this cute fucking white dog. Um, and then one year, somebody on Reddit noticed that a lot of things about Hank the Dog is different. And then there was a smear campaign that the birds killed Hank the Dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Speaking of a dog, did you see the, the Christian Yelich dog story? Yeah, he gave away a puppy and then How? made three runs. That is so irresponsible. All right, here we go. <laughs> First off, Christian Yelich, you, do you know, is this family ready for a dog? Do you know their schedule? Do they have the time for a dog? This puppy, he needs a lot. He needs to get walked. He needs to get fed. These two young kids are so young that the parents need to focus on, on these two young kids' development, and they're going to forget about the dog. And then they're going to realize, we can't really have this dog around. We can't afford him. We're poor. All we could afford were, were these dumb signs that my kid held up for this dumb baseball player, Christian Yelich. And then Christian Yelich gave him a, a dog. They are not <laughs> ready for this dog. What's going to happen is they're going to put the dog up for adoption. The, do the dogs are going to go into a shelter. What happens at, at shelters, Jake? Dogs die. Basically, Christian Yelich <laughs> hates dogs. Christian uh, Yelich killed Hank the dog. <laughs> that's, a, that's a possibility, but I'm going to say that this was definitely facilitated by, like, not him. You know? It was definitely set up by somebody in the marketing team. And, they, it, you know, they did all the research. I'm sure the family's fine. Yeah, I actually uh, did more reading, and uh, it was all organized through the parents, <laughs> and like through, yeah. and it was actually a really good story. It sucks, and the dog yeah, was a uh, just drop a dog. It would be irresponsible to just drop a dog on someone. The dog, sure. the dog was a diabetes like treatment dog, and it's somehow trained to help kids with diabetes. And the, the kid who held the sign up has type one diabetes. <laughs> so it's like a super expensive dog. Ten thousand cool. dollars. Cool. Oh, cool, 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 cool. So. Yep. But moral of the story is that Christian, I was talking to the chef at my work and he's like getting super into the, into the Brewers right now. And he went to the game yesterday to watch Christian Yelich hit three home runs. And he comes in today. He's like, dude, Christian Yelich is just the man. I was like, yeah, that dude sucks. I've been trying to have a smear campaign against him for a while. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, my wife like thought he was super cute. So obviously we looked up his girlfriend. If you look up Christian Yelich's girlfriend, what you get is him with his mom. Like he doesn't have a girl. He's just so he's like he's like a great guy where he's doing things for his mom. When you look up his girlfriend, I was like, "Fuck, that is that is really cool." <laughs> and he looks just like Pete Davidson, so I'm pretty sure he could bang uh, Ari Ariana Grande, Ariana, so. or Kate Beckinsale. Now he's like a hotter P Pete Davidson, just without tattoos. No tattoos and a lot more normal voice. Pete Davidson's voice is a cartoon. I honestly think it's like somebody's doing a voiceover for him. 
Yeah, it, that's why. Yeah, it, it's. I think that's why he got famous, like for being funny. It's his voice. It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. But yeah, listener, uh, Hank the dog is dead. Christian Yelich hates dogs, and um, Christian Yelich, bad guy. Bad guy. He's gonna. He's got to cool off soon, right? Yeah, I mean, things can't. I said this last year in July. (laughs) It has not cooled off. Yeah, he's been unbelievable. It's been almost a whole year. It's almost been a whole year since he started getting really hot. Fuck. All right, Jake, you got the next one. All right, next one. This is from um, Julian Edelman loves women. (laughs) Thirty-two. <laughs> what uh, gender do you think holds this account? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I, I have no idea. But um he says Is Demarius Thomas to the Pats a good replacement for Rob Gronkowski? Are you guys a Super Bowl back to back? Terrible grammar, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen here, buddy, you dumb idiot. Uh you are so dumb. So, so dumb. Stupid ass <laughs> Pat fan. Uh you got him good. <laughs> All right, Jake, answer the question. <laughs> um, I mean, the Pats do need a lot of – they need weapons. They don't have anything really because Gronk is gone and he was always their big play guy. I don't know. Is uh, is no Gronk Patriots – are they able to win a Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, whatever. They win all the time. He's hurt all the time. I think they're fine. True, true. Like, but, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I just think that this could finally start to be the downward trend. Maybe he will come back towards the end of the year. But I think the Patriots are definitely going to get off to one of their slow starts. You um, know? Yeah, two years ago, do you remember Demarius Thomas had the had the uh, Instagram story where it's like a video of him laughing? Or no, I think it was a, a TMZ. Uh, yeah, a T, TMZ video. He's just sitting there laughing, and then he's like, "Fuck Tom Brady." <laughs> <laughs> um, if you are Demarius Thomas and Tom Brady asks you. You just got to say, dude, fuck you. Like, you beat me. Like, that. people are saying, like, oh, is this going to, like, be weird in the, um, is this going to be weird in the locker room? Yeah. No. 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 Tom Brady's probably going to, like, laugh about it. Tom Brady is just, like, he's like a dad at this point. Yeah. Like, it's, everything's going to roll off his shoulder. He has so much patience. If you're if you're Demarius Thomas, you're like, hey, dude, you beat me all the time, and you never stop being good, so fuck you. And he's like, yeah, Demarius... Yeah. All right, dude, let's freaking do our gosh darn best today. To I hate you because you're the best. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I, I, I don't even know about the move. Um, Has he been good in a while? I don't know. I don't really. He, like, tore his Achilles or something last year, so he might be injured. But, I mean, they need – I'm just saying, they need weapons, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He needs something to throw to. True. All right. Um. <laughs> Moving on, next one is from Baseball90214. See what we did there? Changed it up. Yeah, not quite uh, right. Because 90210, and 3 are all taken. Hey, guys. Um, what are your thoughts on the Red Sox starting slowly, and why is Chris Sale 0-4? Wow, what a great question. Um, yeah, Chris Sale basically said, it sucks. With I'm an not... 8.5 ERA, by the way. 0-4 with an 8.5 ERA. Uh, P.U. That stinks. He uh, said, it sucks. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I just flat out stink right now. This is flat out embarrassing for my family, for our team, for our fans. This is as bad as it gets. Um, the way that I read it is exactly how I think he said it, by the way. Yeah, it's just like very little emotion. 
P-U. It this stinks. stinks. It you know, sucks. Probably, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I just flat out stink right now. This is flat out embarrassing for my family, for our team, for our fans. This is about as bad as it gets. That's the, that's how Christelle actually said it. I believe it. Yeah, Christelle has a, has a, a dead arm. What do, you, what do you want him to do? Go on the DL is what he should do. Absolutely. The, wait, the what? IL, sorry. Fuck. A what stupid is idiot. I'm a fucking idiot, dude. God. Yeah. Yeah, Christelle, you suck. Um, you, You'll be fine. Speaking of the IL, I saw Blake Snell is going on the 10-day IL, and he has the most elaborate story as to why he broke his toe. Let's hear it. It was like he was wet in the shower. Oh, great start to any baseball oh. injury story. Waka waka. So he was uh, he got out of the shower, he was still wet, and he tried to pick up a granite part of his sink. And when he picked up the top, the bottom, which was heavy granite, fell fell over right onto his toe. And that's why he's out for 10 days. Why does baseball always have these crazy fucking stories? No other sport gives you this. Oh, yeah. One time, Kerry Wood, in the middle of like a Cy Young type year, he fell coming out of a hot tub and yes, like broke his that. ribs. Didn't Zimbrano like sneeze and break like some ribs or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So is my dad. So Carlos Zimbrano and my dad are the same person. <laughs> do you want to talk about that Zimbrano story? We I do. Have you heard he's back? He's back, baby, with the Chicago Dogs. Shout Chicago. out to Kyle McKenna. Guys, call I, Kyle McKenna for your Chicago Dogs ticket needs. I don't know his phone number. Uh, yeah, how about that? How about that? Uh, I just learned they were a team recently when I made my MLB The Show team the Chicago Dogs. I was like, oh, this is an awesome logo. Found out it's a real baseball team. With a real logo. <laughs> but yeah, Carlos Zimbrano's back. I think he hasn't pitched in like seven years, so I think no, he's... I feel like God told him he wants to throw ninety five again. He's just poor. Which isn't fast enough for you to be good again. You know, like it's not like I feel like back when he pitched ninety five was like amazing. It was like boom, wow, this guy ninety five is like a slider now. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh Zimbrano, you're not gonna make it. He did throw a no hitter. Yeah. He was and he was the slugger. He was a slugger, dude. He just became a DH, like everyone told him to. He was on that. He was on that O three team, like that. That O three team, that rotation was so good. Yeah. Oh my god, we had Wood Pryor, like Matt Clement when he was good, and then yeah. and then Carlos Zimbrano. Wow. Do you, who was your fist starter? Um, I should know this. I'll look it up while you do the next question. Okay. Uh, next question is from, I love the Warriors born in 2007. Uh, so what the fuck happened last night? And is Boogie done? Secondary question. Does that make us any better? Um, the Warriors, yes, they blew a 31 point lead three to one. You know, it's the memes are coming full circle. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. You know, sports really accommodates memes a lot. You know, thanks. But, um, yeah, Demarcus Cousins is probably out for the entire playoffs with a torn quad. Sean Estes was the other Cubs pitcher. Oh, I remember him actually. But um, yeah, I I don't think it hurts the Warriors. Boogie Cousins has not been very good this year. They don't have a center. They're they're very small team right now. 
So I think that does open a little bit of a weakness, their best center being Andrew Bogut. But um, they're still unbelievable. They have Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, you know, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. So I'm not worried about them at all. I think the Rockets are the only chance we have of them losing before the finals. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. Honestly, it's cool that they lost, but they're not going to lose a seven-game series. Get out of here. To anybody, no, I maybe, think. Maybe, well, I mean, they would have lost. They should have lost last year. I mean, basketball is crazy. Houston absolutely should have beaten the Warriors. They missed twenty-seven consecutive threes. If they hit one of those, they win, and they, you know, they knock them out in like six. So true, true, true. Um, and Chris Paul got injured too. I would love to see the Warriors lose and then just break up, and then basketball's fun again. Yeah, like, I know. Next year, there are uh, reports that Kevin Durant and Kyrie are both going to the Knicks. That'd be I sick. I if I said this, but apparently the reports are so strong that it's a race to who can sign with the Knicks first because whoever signs second will look like a follower. Hell yeah. I want that. I want <laughs> that to happen. Can you imagine I those two and Zion on the same team? That much. No, I don't really want them in the East with the Bucks. That doesn't sound that great. That's but true. But I just don't want the Warriors Knicks, so anymore. Never allowed to be good, so I'm actually not that worried. I just I just don't want the Warriors anymore, you know? Yeah, I don't want the ultra super duper team. And I'm pretty sure it's done after this year. Kevin Durant looks like he's giving up now. He's just not shooting. He took uh he fouled out last night with uh he had more turnovers than uh, field goal attempts. Yikes! What? what? Kevin Durant. That what is. That's that nuts, actually. Yeah. He had like wow. nine points. Pat Beverly just absolutely owned him. So it was really cool. The Clippers are a cool team too. Doc Rivers, Pat Bev. You know, that's the Clippers a were team. all in on the rebuild, and then they make the playoffs. What idiots! Yeah. Well, they trade Tobias Harris and Boban Marjanovic to the 76ers, So. But they got Landry Shamit, who hit an insanely clutch three. The game winner. Yep. So uh, So who won that trade, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tobias Harris doesn't look too good. Boban is amazing, though. All right. Next question. Let's see. Um, hey, guys. Thanks for answering my uh, – it's me again, the guy that, that Jake just read off. Um, I, <laughs> because I, I do remember the name, but I'm just not going to say it. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, what do you guys think of the rest of the NBA playoffs? Speaking, you guys are just talking about the Sixers, right? What I'm I'm guessing I mean this is a tweet. Um, <laughs> How the fuck is he hearing into us <laughs> right now? Uh, what do you guys think of the Sixers and other basketball teams and their uh, sport game teams? Yeah. All right, dude, you kind of lost us there at the end, but uh, yeah, once again, terrible grammar. This guy needs to learn to fucking read. Yeah, but um. The playoffs were went exactly how nobody expected in the first games. I mean, the Sixers get smashed by the Nets and the Magic. The powerhouse Orlando Magic. Who won like 12 straight, I'll add, uh, to finish the season. So they were really hot. And they just uh, they beat up on the Raptors. Kyle Lowry scored zero points. And I thought, you know, uh-oh, the both of these series – and then you see game two, and both teams absolutely crush. The Raptors crush the Magic, and the Sixers crush the Nets. The only one I think has a chance, I think the Nets are legitimately good. I think they can uh, 
I think they can make some noise versus the Sixers. There's a chance it goes seven, and then anything can happen. You know, I do think there's a small chance they win that series, but uh, it's not looking good. And uh, Boston, Indiana, what a terrible first game. I watched the like whole third quarter, and that was the third quarter that the Indiana Pacers scored eight points, least amount of points scored in any quarter in playoff history. What the fuck? Like, scored come on, twenty nine in the whole second half. Come on, Indiana. We need you to put up a fight here. I mean, they held, they played great defense. They just had no scoring. They're in desperate need of Victor Oladipo, but they're not getting them back. So the uh, final score like, of game one was 74 to 84. Holy it shit. It should have been scoring, dude. It was like 34, like 28 in like the end of the second, the first half or oh something. It was God. insane. It, like, was, what the it was 45 to 38 at halftime. 38. I knew 38 was in there. <laughs> That's yeah. awful. What a game. It was awful. And then, in, so at the end of the third quarter, the Pacers had, what, 45 points? Yeah. Yep. That's what I remember. That was just absolutely miserable. Jeez. So, terrible game. Hopefully, game two goes better for the Pacers so they can extend the series a little bit and the Bucks can get some rest and maybe Brogdon can get healthy. Um, Even though the don't need any rest because we never fucking play and the playoffs are spread out. You know, you play, it takes a month to go through a fucking series. It does. It really fucking does. A seven game series is basically the whole length of like a school year. Seriously, a seven game series should take two weeks max, you know? That's that's just four games right there, bud. That's a, that's called a home and home in the NBA. Yeah, it's nonsense. Um, I mean, I'm sure all these series are just going to end in five. I don't know. The Nets and that's in Sixers could, um, but the Sixers are just on paper so talented. They are. They are. But Ben Simmons looked bad. You know, he looks like he can get exposed. Everyone talked about, oh, Giannis's game doesn't work in the playoffs. Everyone just closes up on him. That's fucking stupid. Everyone closes up on him in every game. Maybe Ben Simmons, maybe it's true for him because he can't shoot at all, you know, from anywhere. No Giannis has a, mid, has a midi that you're not just going to give him all day, you know, because he'll just drain – He'll start draining them. So you can give him the three, but you're not going to give him the midi. Ben Simmons, you basically have six defenders, you know? All right, last one. Um, I'll take this one. Guys, do you do you know that the NHL playoffs are going on? That's it. That's, that's the end. That's from, <laughs> that's from just at NHL. Oh, yeah. I, I'm all in on the Blackhawks this year. I think they're going to make a rip. Sure. Uh, Miracle is a really good movie. <laughs> Yes, but uh, no, I, I I am paying a little bit of attention. I know I'm keeping track of the – I like the Golden Knights still. I was keeping track of the Capitals, and you just told me that the biggest upset ever happened. Yeah. Pretty much. So basically, the maybe like Jake just said, the best – the biggest upset in NHL history I think just happened in the first round. The Tampa Bay Lightning tied the record for the best record for regular season ever. Ever. That's a punk twister too. People were saying that the Lightning were the best team ever assembled. Some like there were articles on that. People wrote out an article, met a deadline, and published that to to the public. And then well, when they, you win the most games ever, I think that's a reasonable article. And then they play the Columbus Blue Jackets, <laughs> and they get swept. That's incredible in the first round. They don't. If you win the most games ever. And you don't win a playoff game, that's the biggest upset ever. 
No, yeah, that's absolutely unbelievable. It's like the Warriors getting swept in the first round of the playoffs. It yeah. Makes no sense. Like, how does this happen? That's incredible. <laughs> so, Lightning are out. The Penguins already lost. They got swept by the Islanders. So, it's pretty cool to see some new new names in here. Um, Golden Knights are are up uh, 2-0. So, they they might jump up to a 3-1 lead. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Like, this is... It's wild. They're, the game's are not falling the way that people thought. Um, so, yeah. Oh, wow. And the Flames are losing. Flames are the number one seed in the other conference that isn't uh, – they're in the, number one in the West, and they're and they're down 2-1. So maybe Ooh. maybe both one seeds are going to be out in, in the first round. Yeah, playoff uh, – hockey is, is just crazy. I mean, like, so all that matters is getting to the playoffs, apparently. Really Golden does. Knights, though, going to go – looks like they're going to go up 3-1. to one. On the sharks, on the sharks. Fuck you, sharks. Fuck, Fuck you. Sharks. I'm a big Golden Knights guy. They're my number two team. Hell yeah, go Blackhawks. Am I right? Yeah, go Blackhawks. They're gonna crush their opponent in the first round. Go, go Blackhawks, and don't go opponents. Yeah. Fuck their opponents. Hell yeah. All right, Jake. That is it for listener questions. Uh, what'd you Can think? We just talk about some, I thought it was great, but I really just want to talk about Game of Thrones. If Same. I'm being <laughs> like I fucking like Sunday with you had the Masters and then the Bucks and then Game of Thrones is probably the best day in TV history. What a day for me! It was awesome. It was so good. I mean, just everyone TV in general. People were way crazier about Game of Thrones than I thought they would be. I guess this long of a layoff kind of helps because everybody's watched it now. Yeah, they gave Ev- everybody enough time to catch up. Like if it's, you, it's great. Here's the thing: if you think that you might like it and you just don't, because you either say I don't have time or like I don't know why. It's or the first episode was slow. Well, you're Fuck wrong. You guys, like you the, gotta just just give it the first season. And honestly, the first season is half as exciting as the second season. But you you come to realize that it might be the best season, but you don't know it yet, and it just gets better and better as you go. The thing it's is, the older I get, the more I realize if a lot of people like something, it's probably yeah. good. Exactly. Like that. Now I say, like anytime I see a new HBO show, like I'll wait till you're in season five and you're critically acclaimed. Like and Veep. Hop on board. Like, like I want to start watching Veep after it just won like four Emmys for four straight years. Yeah, I didn't even know it did that. I'll get. I'll hop on board if it, I'm talking five seasons. I need five. Oh, seasons. I want to say they're like episode or uh, season five or six it's like it's like the last season of it and it's like being called one of the best comedies of all time well i should definitely hop on that <laughs> it's yeah, time well. for us to hop on this on this show now um all right jake episode one of game of thrones guys it's spoilers i don't care no, nobody spoilers. nobody <laughs> listens to this anyway <laughs> fuck you guys i mean if you're dumb enough to not know spoilers are happening you deserve spoilers do you want to start off how do you feel about your four? All right. So we've had our draft. So, so, how do you so feel about- for those of you who missed it last week, me and Jake, uh, we had a draft every episode that each one of your four people that you draft stay alive. You earn a point. Everybody stays alive all season. You get 24 points. But if you select the winner of the Game of Thrones, you get 20 points and basically the win. Jake, I had Bran. I had John. I had 
Daenerys, and I had Varys, who barely fucking was in that first episode. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a few lines there. He had, like, he was early, too. I was like, oh, Varys heavy episode. Cool, cool. No, <laughs> not much. Um, and then, Jake, you had who? Arya, Sansa, the Night King, and Tyrion. I forgot you had the Night King. What a pick. What a good pick. Yeah, and, and I, I have something to say, because there are a lot of theories rolling out there that Bronn is the Night King. What happens if Bronn, the Night King, sits on the Iron Throne? You gotta, know? We got to do a good old coin flip on air. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes, you know? Yeah. Um. All right, Jake, give me your thoughts on the first episode. It was great. They had a so they had so much like happening, and it's only a six episode final season. I feel like they had to get a ton of moments out of the way. Like they had to tell Jon Snow he was fucking his aunt. They had to have uh, Bran and Jamie, you know, talk. They had to have uh, Sam, well, Tarly find out his family was dead uh, and who killed him. They had to have Arya, Sons- Arya, and John finally meet again. Yes, Arya or John and Bronn finally meet for the first time since season one. Um, you're saying you're saying Bronn, it's Bran because there is a Bronn in in the show. Yeah, I keep saying Bronn because I know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I oh, always do. That. I hate the name Bran. The name Bran is fucking terrible. Bran is a, uh, is a fucked up character. I'm not a. I do not want him to end up in any sort of power. But um, yeah, they just had to get all these things out of the way. You had to have Daenerys and Sansa have their sass off. Which I loved, and I kept laughing over and over every time they got sassy. What do dragons eat? Whatever they want. What a line. Yeah, what, what a, a fucking line. line. Then, like, in, uh, 30 seconds later, she's like, my dragons are starving. Like, exactly. Mm, okay, Daenerys. Like, <laughs> you know, I get the sass. Great sass. But uh, Sansa's making a lot of sense. Like, you're, what do your dragons, what are they going to eat? It's fucking frozen up here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they don't know about the north. And, uh. Dragons don't like the north or the cold, apparently. But, um, yeah, so they got all those setups out of the way. So I think next episode, shit's going to hit hard. I agree. Um, do you think one of our eight characters gets killed next episode? I do not, unless it's uh, Varys or Tyrion. Oh, I, don't think- no, Tyr- I think Tyrion's one of the biggest fan favorites on, on our lists. So do I, but I think, but I think that this, we, our other characters are Jon Snow, Daenerys, the Night King, Sansa, and our, you know, the Starks. You know, I don't think those guys are gonna could could die early. I think Tyrion or Varys, like they're they're Tyrion is looking a little rough right now. If we're being honest, everyone's kind of like questioning him. Like you're not very smart. He put yeah, all, he was. It was not a good episode for Tyrion. No, he put all his chips on the table that Cersei was bringing in her army, which she's obviously not, and everyone's going to find out because Jamie's here. He's going to say, she's not coming. She lied to you, and you're a dumb bitch. And everyone, No one's going to trust Tyrion. So my theory is that he has an excellent plan to stop the White Walkers, but nobody listens to him because he just sounded like such a jackass saying Cersei was coming to save them. You know what I mean? He's got to know that she's not coming. He's got to. You'd think he's been dumb lately, though. The last, I think he's losing his sharpness. He's made a lot of bad decisions. It was his decision to go bring a White Walker to her because so he risked every everything to bring a White Walker to Cersei, and it didn't do jack shit. So like, stop making decisions, Tyrion. You're, uh, he's literally like my top five characters easily, like top three, I would say. And uh, 
He's just fucking up, though. If he is fucking up, Sansa saying, I thought you were the most brilliant man alive, that's got to hit him. And I think he's yeah. gonna he's got to snap back into it and start being smart again. He does. He does. I just don't know if people will have faith in him because when they find out Cersei's definitely not coming, even though Sansa already knows because she's not dumb. And I loved how Arya said Sansa was the smartest person she's ever met. I think that sets up well for Sansa. I think things are looking very up for her right now. True, true. She does have a spouting rivalry with Daenerys, but, I mean, how is Daenerys and Jon Snow going to take the fact that, you know, Jon Snow is the rightful ruler? I, Jon Snow, man, this poor guy, he doesn't <laughs> want any power, and he just keeps He's getting it. Into it. <laughs> hey, Jon, we want you to be the leader of the Night's Watch. Hey, J- no, what? I don't. I'll do that. Stabs in the fucking heart. But like he didn't even want to do it at first, and then they're like, and then they're like, "No, do it." He gets stabbed, and then he's like, hey, "Everyone's like, hey, John, you're the king of the north." He's like, "I don't want to do that either." And then, uh, and we're then, all gonna die. I guess I'll save my people and not become king. And I'll then come back, and everyone's like, "Fuck you, you left." He's like, "I fucking brought two dragons, you asshole." <laughs> and then the two and then, giant armies and twenty million people to fucking help us fight the undead, you fucks. Ugh. Jon Snow gets no respect. Uh, he is also shorter. I knew he was short, but I feel like they're allowing you to see how short he is now. Because Sansa was dwarfing him when he Sansa's was, ginormous. She's. I think she's only like the actress. I think she's like five eight. And Jon Snow, it says he's five eight. He's five five. I guarantee. Kit Harrington is not five five. Dude, he is tiny. He looked like a dwarf. It says he's 5'8 online. He is not 5'8. That's a dead lie. They are stretching that. He's he's probably 5'7 like, flat. You know, maybe even 5'6 and like a half. It says he's, Sophie Turner is 5'9. Okay. Well, she looks legitimately 3, 4 inches taller than him at all times. Joe Jonas is 5'7. Is yeah, I saw that. And and he is definitely taller than Kit Harry. You think no way, dude? Kit Harrington's tiny. He looks so small. Rewatch, just pull up the first scene or whatever, and just look at when. And just so you know, Daenerys is five two. She's tiny, she so that tiny. helps Jon Snow look big. Okay. Uh, side note: Nick Jonas is five six. <laughs> <laughs> that is shocking. What? Him as buff, like a beast. Five foot six. <laughs> Never meet your heroes, folks. That if I ever met Nick Jonas and I was six inches taller than him, <laughs> that's incredible. I'm almost. A, I would be nine inches taller than him. That's insane. I'd be like, oh my god, he's shorter than my girlfriend. <laughs> Same. <laughs> that is so small. That's incredible to me. Yeah. Wow. How come you have to be so small to be like famous? To be a fucking rock star. <laughs> uh, like, how didn't you? Were you really close to Kevin Jonas? Did he not seem small? Was he? Is he small? Was I was, he like? I blacked out that whole concert, man. I don't know. Also, <laughs> I was I was around ten thousand fucking nine year old girls, so everybody was huge. Oh, he's five nine, so he's he's the big one. He's the muscle. That's wild. <laughs> he's as tall as Sophie Turner, so she's really the muscle. Dude, yeah, look at this picture of Sophie Turner um, and Joe Jonas. Oh, I just lost it. This guy, this is really funny. 
Great podcasting is to show pictures. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll describe it verbally if I can find it again. I probably can't. That's even better podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, here it is. Look how fucking tall she is. It's uh, Sophie Turner in heels, and she's probably got a good. <laughs> I see. I'm looking at a lot of pictures. It's pretty funny. Yeah, this one. You see this one? <laughs> she's like holding him up like a little kid. <laughs> oh, that's good. What a great podcast. All right. Uh, my next point is when Daenerys walks, her arms don't move. Have you noticed this? Oh, that's no, that. I have it. That's not a good look. <laughs> We're looking no, at Sophie Turner and Kit Harrington. Yeah, she's got his her hand on his head like like, like a child. <laughs> yeah, next time you watch, look at she walks like this. More good more good podcasting. Outfit. Her it's it's her her arms go straight down and then they are like razor hands. Like when you like when when you're little and you, you think you run faster cuz your hands are just like really tight together. Yeah, and you definitely do run faster, you mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But her, she, she, her arms just don't move, and then she just walks. And that was, if you, if you ever see the scene again where she tells Sam that she killed her family, uh, she walks I in. I watched that twice actually now. Yeah. Yeah. In in that scene, that's what I noticed. I was like, she doesn't fucking move her arms at all. And then I saw um, in the post show they were talking about like how the how the two writers talk about it, and I texted you this. Sam's brother is the same actor as the monkey guy from Umbrella Academy. Yeah, Dickon is the monkey guy who goes to the moon. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I, I remembered him when I watched the show. I was like, what do I know him from? He's Dickon. Yeah, so that was a real curveball, but... Speaking of Daenerys, she kind of had a rough episode, you know? Sansa Saster, I think she kind of won the sass off, and... Uh, then she lost Samuel Tarly's trust, you know? And now Jon Snow's the rightful heir. She had a little bit of a rough episode, in my opinion. Yeah. A lot of people are a little worried about, you know, her. Because she was a lot of people's favorite. Like, I, people just wanted her to be the leader. But now, all of a sudden, people are comparing her to the Mad King. Because people are looking back at her burning the Tarleys. And they're like, look, at she burns people alive. I'm like, whoa, chill. She kind of had to do that, you know? Otherwise, she would have looked like a chump. True. But then, like but then, like that, that could also be like why the Mad King, like, because, oh shit, like basically everything, um, like that's legend in this show started with a lie. There's so many things that start with lies, and the Mad King was probably just like in in Daenerys' shoes and like didn't want to look like a chump and had to kill one, two, three, four people maybe, and everyone's like, yeah, oh. Jamie would have to be a great liar, but uh, that could be true. Yeah, that would be crazy if he w- he turns out that he actually wasn't that wasn't the Mad King. But uh, Jamie told quite a good story. Jamie wasn't a good guy to start the series off, you know. He, he uh, pretty that. much the whole series until like he left <laughs> until the last episode, and now he's gonna come back, and they're gonna they fucking everyone hates him. I love everyone. Jamie. I'm a big no, Jamie I, guy. I'm, I'm not talking like real people. I'm talking in the show. Like, he's going back to a place of where everyone fucking hates his guts. For separate reasons. Can you imagine? Yeah, like, that is, this, it, shit's gonna get wild in episode two. I'm and, pumped. And fucking White Walkers are definitely gonna attack. They, fucking, why are they meeting at Winterfell? That seems like the worst place to meet. It is, you have no time to prepare. I don't, like, where are they the White Walkers? Where are they, what? I, 
they just broke down the wall. So they're good. I think they're those, you know, the, what's his name? The redhead said, I think in the next week, he said by nightfall. So I think by the end of the episode, they're going to start attacking next episode. Oh, hell yeah. So it, it kind of makes sense. Cause you know, they just broke down the wall. They walk everywhere and they have to walk all the way to Winterfell. <laughs> they do walk everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they don't have great transportation. Um, and they have just, they have like a big, like, have you ever traveled with a group more than like eight people? And you're like, Hey, what do you guys want to eat? And you're like, I don't know. What are you guys feeling? Someone's like, I'm Chinese. Like, I hate, I hate that. I, you guys want some Italian? I hate that. That's based on what these guys are doing with tens of thousands of white walkers. Yeah. Like that with an arm, imagine running an army, you know, you got to take everyone's food order, you know, it's a nightmare. It is a nightmare. Um, I thought I had something else, but I guess I did. Oh, Bran. Bron, Bran. It's see, it's fucking hard. You dude. fucked me up, Bran. Um, why doesn't he just fucking look in the future? He can see everything. I think he's a little shaky with the future. He's really good with the past. I think like his future telling it because the future changes. You know, yes. So, like yes. and I think he was looking in the future, like. He kept giving people ominous looks, and I'm worried that everyone he looked at is going to die. You know, in, in episode yeah. one, we're going to go back and see everyone he stared at, and they're all going to die. Um, also, when Jon Snow saw him and said, oh, you're a man now, he said almost. That's got to mean something, right? Did he say almost or not quite? Or something like that. Because I, I think that's a little different, because I think not quite means, like, I'm literally never going, you know, I'm not a human. You know what I mean? I'm not a man. I, I, I thought he said, oh, not yet, or something like that. Maybe or almost. That's important, but um, yeah, he, Br- Br- Brand's a little weirdo. Brandon, he's a little weirdo. He is and weirdo. he was also sitting outside in the freezing cold for a full day and a half. <laughs> yeah. Just open, no he's just him up. pooping and peeing his pants. He doesn't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, waiting for an old friend. That was pretty badass. You know, I, like, thought, was- I thought it was fucking Sam until post-show and i was like oh fuck it was jamie that's even cooler <laughs> it's way cooler uh and i actually texted you and uh celebrity of the show brock and i got i got fucking made fun of for it <laughs> so whatever i was actually watching it with brock and a few people so we all kind of like had we had four or five people to jump all of our theories and ideas immediately you know and by the way, Ari, I was watching with her. She called out that that Cersei thing. She literally paused it to say that's going to be on everyone's fucking Instagram in a week. And now that's like a meme. The Cersei, if you, if want, you want a whore, a whore buy one. Buy, if you yeah. want a queen, earn her. And then she just fucked him anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> if she doesn't, if she doesn't bang him, that's a badass line. But if she she just banged him. I guess, but it's. I think it's still. It's, I don't know, Cersei. Just like fucked him because she felt like you know she's horny you know Jamie's gone her brother's gone her brother is gone that's a good she point. wants to fuck somebody even though that guy's ugly as shit and I hate him I hate Euron he's a bitch dude he is a bitch um he looks like twenty dollars chef from Barstool Sports he looks exactly like twenty dollars chef yeah that's hilarious yeah um, dude. but um, oh and they saved Yora yeah. I did. That was, that was awesome. But now he's know. now he's gonna come fight with them, so that's pretty neat. Get the whole pretty band neat. back together. 
set up. I hope now, I mean, there wasn't much action, and I think some people were disappointed, but I think they had so much to set up to get this season rolling that you needed that, and now episode two, shit's going to hit the fan. Agreed. Oh, I, it's a terrifying scene where they had that uh, little lord cut up or like with arms around him. That was fucking gross. And his eyes fucking lit up. That was scary. That was awesome. Also, um, the way that the arms were set up, that's been shown a few times in the show before. I don't know what it is. I just had to say that. I just think it's the White Walker like thing. You know, it looks a lot There's like a lot of crazy theories going around. I've been reading a lot about how Brand, Bran, Bran, whatever his name is, is the Night King. And, you know, he he was he sends himself back to the past and the children of the forest stab him with the thing and turn him into the Night King and all shit breaks loose. I've also heard that, like, the Night King is a Stark and like was originally a Stark. So you're going to find out that, you know their family or whatever. So hmm. a lot of crazy theories going around right now. I don't know what to believe. I'm not, I'm not going to believe any of it. I'm just excited to see what happens, but it's so fun to like theorize about. There's definitely going to be, I, I think there's going to be a huge death next week. A, like a big one. There's, yeah. There's six episodes. There's too many main characters for all of them to survive. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, there is only six episodes, so I can see it. I like, can see it. We're only five episodes away from this whole series ending. And well, I'm hoping, like, what if the Hound dies? Even no, though I think I'm saying, he's like... Fight brother. He's got to fight the Mountain. I'm saying somebody... Oh, yeah, he's, he's definitely fighting the Mountain. I'm saying, like, somebody on our list. Somebody like Gendry. Somebody like... some Jamie might die. Somebody like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I I think someone big is going to die. I don't think they're going to be, like, on our list, though. I think our list is, like, very favorite. I think Arya, Sansa, John Snow. Varys. <laughs> yeah, Varys is the real, like... Just because just he's well. so unimportant, I was like, this is a safe bet. He's going to fucking die next week. It's a fact. <laughs> Take that shit to the bank. All right, well, that's all I got for Game of Thrones. Next week's going to be a bigger one. What? Same, same. Yeah, I'm very excited for next week. I am so happy it's back. Same here. Jake, you just talk while I bring up an ad read. Um, well, I mean, what an episode we just rang off. I mean, this is the best time for you to now listen to an ad, you know? Colton <laughs> is electric with it. I am electric. Here it comes. Can't find it. <laughs> All right, this episode is brought to you by Nick Verstrady at um Eckberg Insurance. Nick's Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Your insurance needs. Yeah. I can't find Oh, I found it. Here we go. Woo! That Game of Thrones talk was brought to you by Nick Verstrady at Eckberg Insurance Group. Nick is a Rockford native. He's been working in the insurance industry for years, actually, since he graduated from college, Jake. You idiot. Oh. Uh, he's got you covered for home, auto, business, any type of insurance that you need. The folks over at Eckbrook Insurance will take care of you. They know insurance can be stressful and they want to take the load off your back. The agency has been around since 1978. Jake, what was your favorite thing that happened in uh, 1978? Um, uh, women's suffrage. Sure, women's suffrage. All right. My favorite was Eckberg Insurance starting off. Um, oh, sorry. Suffrage was my second favorite thing. 
They represent over 20 different insurance companies, which means Nick knows how to get you the best coverage at the best price. Give them a call today at 815-877-4100. We've known Nick since, I don't know, middle school? (laughs) Middle school? AKA when... He was the best running back in the history of 7th grade football. (laughs) If you don't trust the best running back in the history of... I'm not kidding you. History of 7th grade football, (laughs) you're out of your mind. Nick Verstrady is... Six foot two fifty right now, um, two sixty maybe. I think he's like five ten, five eleven. He was five ten, five eleven. Yeah, in seventh grade, he is the exact he size. Like, he hasn't he hasn't changed sizes since like fifth grade. No, or like amount of hair on his body. He was a man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you, Nick. <laughs> yeah, love you. There's no one else that we would trust with our own protection. Again, Nick Frustrati at Eckberg Insurance Group, eight one five. 877-4100. Call him today! Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Is this is this Nick Frustrati? I'm sorry it's so late at night. I just need insurance. Oh, don't worry about it. I, I'm waiting by my, 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 computer, my computer with insurance. Awesome. Can't be so excited. Hang on. <laughs> All right, you're insured. See, it's that easy, folks. That easy, folks. <laughs> uh, Jake, that that's the episode. That was a pretty good uh, ending, uh, right? <laughs> great electric ending. Nobody even listens to the end of this anyway, so. <laughs> exactly, so fuck it. All right, what have you been watching? I got some good ones for you. Oh, uh, yeah, I know you went and saw the movie I haven't seen yet. Um, why don't you talk about it, and I'll think about what I watched this week. I can't remember. We went and saw the movie Us. Um, Jake, I was expect so going into it, I'm buying the ticket. The guy at the front desk is like, "Whoa, make sure you're watching every single detail." And then it was, it was at one of those fancy um theaters. With you always a- go to the fancy theater every no, time. I normally go to one with just a bar. This is the first time I went to the Bistroplex. Ah. Folks, the Bistroplex has a full dinner menu with servers and cocktails and everything in the theater. It's sick. You like each each seat instead of a movie seat is a full recliner and it's the same price. It's it's awesome. Um, so we went there at like one o'clock on a Monday because we have nothing better to do in our lives. And so the front desk guy says that the waitress comes up. She's like, "Hey guys, can I get you anything?" We're like, "No." And then I was like, "Have you ever seen this movie?" She's like, "No," but I heard you have to watch every single detail because there's a lot that you're gonna miss. And I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, it's gonna be sick." And then uh, I went pee, and I saw the guy, the like the general manager. I was like, he says it. Make sure you see every single detail. I was like, what the? Is this the most cryptic movie of all time? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm watching it. The movie's us. I don't know if if we said that yet. Um, it's it's just a horror movie. There's no yeah. details. <laughs> there's there's like a little like symbolic jab here and there. It's nothing like Get Out. Don't expect to Get Out. Just expect a good slasher horror movie. That's all it is. You know okay. what I mean? Like every, everything that happened, everything that happened, I was like, is this like symbolic for slavery? Is this symbolic for women's rights? Is this some? No, it's just a horror movie. It's just a fucking weird movie with people who look like other people, and there's murder. <laughs> Okay. It's it's a good movie. It's entertaining. It's awesome. It's scary. It's creepy. Um, I'd give it like a six point eight. It was kind of disappointing because I was fucking expecting this cryptic movie, like National Treasures type stuff. 
Pretty good but, rating. Pretty good but, rating. I mean, well, I mean, so, National Treasure level like complexity. That's a lot to ask out of a movie. <laughs> but Jake, I already told you this. So this is what happened, folks. If you watch this movie, there is a scene in a classroom. When you watch that scene, you're gonna think of me now. I just ruined it for you. I ruined the whole movie. This is the climax of the scariest part of the whole movie. And the movie theater lost power for like two seconds. So like the screen cut off, the um, speakers fizzed out in a really creepy slow way. Lights turned on for two seconds, then turned right back off. And we were sitting in silence in the scariest part of the scary movie by ourselves in a theater all alone. See, I feel like that definitely takes away a little bit from the movie, you know? It takes away from your first experience watching it. You 100% know? It, took, it took away from it because I thought we were going to get murdered. It was like, <laughs> dude, it was like, I'm not even joking. There was a part of me that thought, I, like, fight or flight mode. I was in pure fight mode. I was ready to fucking do what I can because I just watched this whole movie where people fight back murderers. I was so ready to... I was looking around. I was like, what can I grab to fucking... I had nothing to protect myself. <laughs> I had no chance of winning. If somebody was going to murder me, Jake, this episode would get a lot better ratings. But I was not going to win any fight. But I was so ready. So the light comes back on, and then it cuts again. And then we're still in, like, dead dead silence. And then the speakers turn on, but that's it. No, No projector, no lights. Just the speaker, and the way that the main villain talks is like this, and it's fucking scary. So everything yeah. is like this, and it was like the fucking scariest part of the whole movie. So we're sitting there in dead suck fucking uh, darkness by ourselves with that going on. So that we sounds like a nightmare. That might oh have my... even added to it, if anything. It was way scarier than the movie was. So we sprint out of there. I put my shoes on. My girlfriend's like, there's no time to put your shoes on. I put my shoes on the wrong feet like an idiot. And then I just switch, switch, like switch it again. And then I, I like, we're like sprinting down the stairs in the theater. As that's happening, I turn around and like look at the projector room. And I was just waiting for somebody to, to be staring at us. That, I'm not even joking, may have been the scariest turnaround of my life. Have you, have you ever turned around fully expecting a murderer? I feel like you know when I you know when you run up the stairs you turn when and you turn around at the top you know that's the oh. only time I could possibly have this experience because it was so scary. <laughs> I've never had the lights turned on to me on the most scariest part of a movie. You know, it was. I can't even lie about the part of the movie it is. When you watch it, text me, and then I'll be like, it was at this part. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. It's unbelievable. So, movie's like a six point eight. If I, I mean, if I wasn't expecting the fucking watch every detail type movie, because then I watched like the Explain Us ending YouTube video, it was nothing. It wasn't anything fucking big. So fuck those people working there. But we got we got free tickets back to the Bistroplex. So we got two free no, tickets for all that. They probably would love to give away free tickets because they're basically a restaurant, you know? They really are. So they're like, yeah, come, please come. Um, and then the, uh, another thing I watched was, uh, The Perfect Date on Netflix. It's like a rom-com. What a stinker sure. of a movie that is. Yeah, it's shitty. <laughs> yeah. I do love a good rom-com. So, like, Kissing Booth and To All the Boys I Love, those movies rock. If you haven't seen those yet, what a great series of movies. 
I just thought of what I watched. The only the only thing I can think of I watched. I I rewatched the movie I Love You Man. Have you seen that? Oh, what a great, great movie. Great movie. Paul Rudd, Jason Segal, like so good. Slapping the bass. Oh. Slapping the bass. Like that's Paul Rudd. That's an awesome movie. That's an awesome movie. Um we we re uh rewatched Crazy Rich Asians. Remember how much I loved that movie? Yeah. Just as good the second time. It's <laughs> such oh, a good movie. You have to see it. It's on HBO for those of you who, who haven't seen it, but Yeah, I gotta see it. Alright, Jake. That sounds like the end of episode eighty six. Um thank you for listening. Twelve on Sports Radio, Two Shots Podcast Network, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Podbean, Pocket Cast. Podbean. Podbean. Um <laughs> fuck Austin Hartsfield. Um, thank you for listening. Jake, final thought. Final thought, go Bucks. Hell yeah. Final thought. Um glad I wasn't murdered. That was fucking <laughs> Tiger. I love you so much, and I love you all. A little less than Tiger, especially talking to my family. I definitely love them less than Tiger. <laughs> I get up in the evening, and I ain't got nothing to say. I come home in I go to bed feeling the same way I ain't nothing but tired Man, I'm just tired and bored with myself Hey there, baby I could use just a little help You can't start a fire Radio's on and I'm moving round the place I check my look in the mirror Wanna change my clothes, my hair, my face And I ain't getting nowhere I'm just living in a dump like this There's something happening somewhere Baby, I just know
Would you dance with me? 